Morning. Let me try and sort myself out here. I tell you, <laughs> just goes to show you never know, you know. Um, if I don't do as good of a job today, you know why. <laughs> uh, it's definitely uh, my family is everything to me, and um, yeah, it's good because it puts a dose of reality back into me here, real quick. Uh, Jackie, it's funny, she uh, gets super nervous about speaking in public anyhow, so she got out of it, not uh, quite the way she planned, but uh, she got out of it. Um, Yeah, I've got uh, three sons. I've got my oldest son, Jake, who's in the hospital right now. Um, I've got uh, my son, Riley, who's uh, defending the clones over here, and then uh, the Incredible Hulk is back there um, in Kids' Kingdom. Uh, this is uh, this is my favorite time of the year. I'm so grateful to to be able to preach. October is an extremely special month for me in my life. Um, I uh, I came to uh, L.A. Uh, back in 1993, and um, as far as I remember, it was in October when I got here. Um, a year later, I came out to church for the first time, and it was something that I was really looking for, and. Um, Later on that month, I actually got baptized. Yesterday was my 16th spiritual birthday. Um, amen. Um, not, not too long later, about four years later, my, uh, I was blessed to be married to my wife. We just celebrated our 12th year of marriage last uh, Sunday. And um, <clears throat> thank you. Am I okay? Oh, thanks, bro. And then, um, whoa, hey. You know what, I'm, I'm a teacher, and uh, let me tell you, I'm used to stuff like this. Uh, it's funny, we, we talk about, you know, I'm trying to teach 2 plus 2, and then uh, Johnny comes in late. Uh, I'm still trying to teach 2 plus 2, there's an intercom announcement. Still trying to teach 2 plus 2, and uh, that's okay, whatever, I'm, I'm used to stuff like this. But, um, no, this is my favorite time of the year, though, like I was saying, because it, it brings back a lot of memories. Uh, back in 2000, um, uh, I became clean and sober, and, uh, and so again, just celebrating 10 years of sobriety. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I really am grateful to God that he's given me these times. Uh, I grew up in Indiana, which is a little bit different from Southern California, just a little bit. Um, anybody from the Midwest here? Raise your hand. Yeah! Woo! That's, that's where we are in the Midwest. We just like, woo! Kind of hillbillish, but uh, not really. Um... But back there, it looks a lot different this time of year. Always, always my favorite time of year. Um, I grew up just across from a cornfield. One year it was corn, one year it was beans, one year it was corn. And you could just really see the change of the season. Um, you could smell the change. You could feel it. Just all of your senses are completely inundated with, with the change of the season. And always by far, it was the, the fall that was my favorite. Um, Sorry, my notes are a little scattered now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about this was, and I taught the lesson to the kids, uh, this was one thing that's great about being a teacher, too, is that uh, as you teach, you learn. And so I learned something this week as far as the changing of the colors of the leaves. Um, you know, again, you, you see... You see God's plan in nature, and I know there's, there's, there's several of us that really just really appreciate nature and, and, and just seeing God's beauty in, in it. And, um, you know, I learned this week that the colors of fall um, are, 
they're always there. They're always there in the leaf. Um, you know, you have, I've got to use this. You've got yellow and you've got red. Um, let's see, this is a whole, yeah. I'm a referee. I'm, I'm actually, yeah. Anyway, uh, you've got the changes of the colors of the trees, and, and the, those colors are always there. And what's amazing is that when the spring comes and the summer comes, obviously they turn green, but it's the chlorophyll filling the leaf. I didn't know that. And um, I'm going to use that here in a second. Uh, let me go to the Bible. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5. If you've got a Bible, you can turn there. That's the main text I'm going to use today. Yeah, my wife, I do much better when my wife is here, um, as I'm sure most of us husbands can uh, relate. Uh, she helps me in so many ways. So I'm praying for her as much as my son, Jake, because I know that she doesn't want to be there right now. Um, in Second Corinthians chapter 5, uh, it talks about the ministry of reconciliation. We'll start in verse 11. It says, Since then we know what it is to fear the Lord, we try to persuade men. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us, so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen, rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, it is for the sake of God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Let's pause right there. Um, You know, my wife wanted to come up and share a few things at this point in the sermon, but... um, Again, I've been a Christian for 16 years. Uh, she's been a Christian for 15 years. And during that time, you know, we've gone through a lot of changes. Um, again, you know, there's a lot of things that we did before we were Christians that, uh, quite frankly, I'm ashamed of right now. Um, I know that God used those things to bring me to him. And I know that um, those things were things I had to take care of immediately in order just to walk with Christ. Um, <clears throat> but now, you know, here I am 16 years later, and I'm still finding that there's things, there's, there's seasons of change that I'm going through as a Christian. Uh, you know, going back to my leaf analogy, God, at times, he's like that chlorophyll. He's, he's that green in my leaf. You know, he, he fills me up, and I allow him in um, to that time. But then there's other times where that just kind of dissipates. It goes away. And who I really am at my core of a human being comes out. And, you know, in nature, it's, it's very pretty. It's, it's beautiful. You know, again, it's my favorite time of the year. But in my sinful nature, it's ugly. And God wants me to deal with that. He wants me to fill back. He wants me to be evergreen, um, to use an analogy. He, he wants me to continually stay filled with him. And that's a struggle. Again, just as, as an older Christian, you know, I think it's, it's, it's hard, harder for me to you know, I, I stopped doing these, a lot of these external things, but a lot of the internal things I see resurfacing in my life. Um, <clears throat> there's a little uh, tie-in with uh, fall here with, with, with uh, Halloween. It says, I got this off of uh, 
a Facebook status yesterday. Um, it says, being a Christian is like being a pumpkin. God picks you from the patch and washes all the dirt off you. He cuts off the top and scoops out all the yucky stuff. He removes the seeds of doubt, hate, and greed. He carves you a new smiling face, and he puts his light inside of you for all the world to see. Yeah, I thought that was nice, and it is. It's nice, and that's just what it is. You know, I mean, there's a lot of truth to that. God does. He picks us out of the world. He takes us out, and he cleans us off. But it doesn't take too much to get dirty again. Uh, I know if, for me, I held on to some of those seeds. You know, some of those seeds didn't get cleared out all the way. Some of that yucky stuff just kind of hung in there. You know, it's the stuff that gets burnt when the, when the candle's burning. And, um, yeah, that stuff always comes back out. Uh, I'm grateful for uh, this church, though. I'm going to get back into the scripture here. Uh, let, me, let me just go ahead and continue reading here. In verse 18, it says, All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are, therefore, Christ's ambassadors, as though God was making his appeal, we're making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God has made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. You know, I, again, I read this and there is an immediate reconciliation. Reconciliation, I had to look that up, uh, it's, it's to bring to an agreement or to bring to a harmony. So that, that you're in, in agreement with him. And it's, it's a constant process. We never arrive as Christians. Um, it, it, it's a process that we have to continually go through. And, and I'm, I'm just grateful t- to God that he's loving enough that he's not always slamming the hammer down on me. He's, he's allowing me to go through this time. You know, again, going back to the trees, it's just like it takes a long time for that to happen. And, and it's all in God's timing. Um, I think about, like I said, shared in, in, in 2000, God just said, okay, it's time to deal with this aspect of your character. And I, I was put in a chemical recovery, and, and you know, I dealt with my, uh, my sinful usage as, as, a, as a non-Christian because those things I know would come back up. If I, if I hadn't gone through that, if I hadn't had that experience... I'm pretty positive I probably wouldn't be, I wouldn't be as happily married as I am right now. I just, I'll just put it that way. Um, God knew I had to go through that time. <clears throat> I think about uh, where I am just this year as a Christian. And uh, I'm going to go over to James chapter 5. You, you can turn there if you want to, but I'll, I'll just read it here. Um, <clears throat> the season I'm at in my life right now, being 16 years old in the Lord, um, I'm really seeing this as important. In 5.16 it says, Therefore confess your sins to each other, and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. You know, I'm, I'm learning now that I have got to be open with other men in my life. I've got to share those ugly, dirty, thank you, gross things that plague me. The things that I'm embarrassed of. And... I know that for me, that, that's my key. Because, again, my kids, they've never seen me. Most of my neighbors, my, my people, the people that are, are in my life right now, they didn't see me when I was completely out there in the world and a degenerate and, and just living irresponsibly. I can tell them the stories, but it's not the same. If they see you go from this complete 
derelict sinner to someone who's trying to live a right life, that's, that's obvious. But when you're living, when I'm living this life, the, the minute changes are, are the things that I have to start working on. Um, they're minute externally, but internally they're, they're gargantuan. Um, there's, there's holes in my heart. You know, the, 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 the scripture you usually hear at, um, at funerals uh, from Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. You know, well, there's a time to heal. And I'm just sharing with, that, with you right now where I'm at in my life. is it's, it's, it's a time to heal. It's a time for me just to get out everything that's in my life, that's in my heart, the things that I think. I'm appreciate, I appreciate um, friendships that I have with uh, people here. You know, I think, about, uh, I think about my relationship with Pat Toomey. I think about my relationship with uh, Brian Adams and uh, Eric Aguilar and Rudy Casillas and uh, Sean Payne. And, you know, I, I just think about these men, uh, Kyle Graves, who isn't here today. And uh, these are guys that uh, I can just tell the craziest, wildest, ugliest things that go on in my heart. And I know that I'm not judged. I know that I'm not uh, condemned by them. I know that they can hear me and they want to hear me. And they'll share right back with me. And, you know, we talk about this ministry of re- reconciliation. Yeah, we need, to, we need to be a light, guys. We need to be a light to the world. This, this, we live in a hurting, hurting, sad world. Um, and, uh, you know, Paul's talking to the Corinthian church here, and he... he He's talking to Christians. He's talking to people who are, have already made that decision. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Um, we are the hope of the world. Um, God is making his appeal through us. We are that, that jack-o'-lantern. We are that light that helps you find that door. Um, <clears throat> so that's, that's just what I wanted to share um, is that um, I don't want to let Jesus' death be in vain. I, I really want to continue to change, continue to grow, and continue to um, live the life that God wants me to live. Um, I'll say a prayer here for the communion. Uh, Heavenly Father, God, I, I thank you for right now. I thank you for um, the attention uh, and the hearts of the, of the people here, God. Um, I know m- many of them can relate to how I'm feeling right now with uh, my son just being in pain and my wife uh, being frustrated with everything and, and just having to deal with all this. But uh, that's part of life, God. And uh, I, I do. I thank you for keeping life fresh. I thank you for keeping um, us on our toes, uh, never knowing when things are going to happen, God. It, it keeps me grateful. And uh, I thank you for this ministry of reconciliation. I thank you for the past 16 years of my life, God, knowing that uh, where you've brought me from, and uh, it's all you, and, and none of it's me, God. And I, I just pray to continue to get out of the way uh, and let you uh, lead my life, God. And I, I pray for the hearts here, God. I, I know that a lot of us have committed our lives to you, Father, and um, we're at different stages in our life. And, uh, Lord, I just pray that we reach out and get the help that we need, that we trust in you, Father, that we understand that Jesus died so that we can have this group here. Uh, this church, this body, this representation of you here on earth. I pray for the people that are visiting right now, God, that um, you, you stir their hearts. Mm-hmm. I pray that you help them to, uh, to make some decisions in their life, God, to um, want to seek you out more, God. It, it is a wonderful, wonderful thrill ride being uh, a follower of you and uh, never boring, never uh, what we expected, uh, never, um, never dull, God. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you for... 
just the celebration of this time of year. I, I pray that we can keep safe. And uh, Lord, I love you. Praise the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen.